forever. Dog. Welcome back to Zoll Good with Alexis Gizol. My name is Alexis Gizol, and today we are having on Alyssa Limpuris and May Wilkerson from the crazy semicolon in bed podcast. I met, uh, I use met loosely, but I met Alyssa through her Twitter, which I think is so funny. She makes some really, really great Twitter videos. We got in touch. We laughed. We have not yet cried. And then uh, I heard about her podcast via that, her co-host, May Wilkerson. I do not know May at all, and I barely know Alyssa, so I'm excited to just like really get in there and get going and just learn all the stuff. So let's do it. Uh, so you you are a fellow podcast host as well. Yes. Yeah. So I think that I think you're going to stay. With you your sure? podcast, yeah. Oh, um, you don't know how relieved I am to yeah. hear that. Thank I, you so much. I, I really am going to say this one is a one day sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. And okay. And so, wow. Um, I have to make some calls, but okay. Great. Well, um, it's better that you were up front with me. Um, so I'm not going to, just to clarify, I'm not going to be the guest every single episode for no, you. No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's a today it's situation. A today kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to be fun while it lasts. Right. Well, it, now that you've said it though, it's kind of like when you're in a fling for the summer, it's like, well, now I know there's an end. So you have to, if I'm checking my phone, if I'm kind of not invested, you'll know it's just because I, you know. You have to sort something out after this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I have to be making future podcast plans. Exactly. Yes. You know, and I think it's just important to clarify those intentions totally. like before you get too emotionally invested. Totally. And I love yeah. that about LA. We're just clarifying our intentions up top. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be an asshole to you, but here's why. And it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is your podcast about? Um, I have a podcast with one of my best friends in the whole world. The other best friend is Tilly, my dog, um, <laughs> uh, Alyssa in Paris. Okay. My, my podcast is um, with one of my best friends in the world, May Wilkerson, and and we talk about being being crazy, the word mm-hmm. crazy, because I um, we both struggled with mental health for a while. We both um, have eating disorders. We're both in recovery. I'm from anorexia, her from bulimia, and then she's sober, and I deal with depression, and I lost my dad. So it's just kind of like all the muck and darkness and mm-hmm. pain and sort of ups and downs of life. But then we just check in every week and try to find the humor in it. Uh, it's called Crazy in Bed. There's a semicolon between crazy and in because it's about being crazy and spending a lot of time in bed. Finding that positivity. Yes, yes. Um, yes, exactly. Kind of laughing at it or finding a joke for it, and then it just relieves the tension of the situation. Like anytime we can make light of the pain of that week, once we see each other and make a joke out of it, there's something very freeing about like, fuck you, like you didn't win. Like the whatever that mm-hmm. dark, whatever that panic attack was or, you know, thing that is really bringing us down, it, it didn't win if we can get a, get a laugh out like, of it. C- catharsism. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Gotcha. And um, how did you meet uh, your one of your best friends, <laughs> Alyssa? Alyssa and I met in an open mic in, back in like 2013 or 2014. And we met doing stand-up as well. And I really remember seeing her. And the first time she did stand-up being like, oh, yep, that's we we have the same sense of humor. And I I just really liked her comedy, but I'd only seen her once. Similar kind of thing, though. I was like, she's got a, she's got a, so funny, like Mm -hmm. one of the funniest people that I'd ever met, but also had like a real dark energy and like joked about dark things. Mm -hmm. And when do you feel like you really like bonded? Um, when did we really bond? Um, well, we always talk about this time where Alyssa came over to my house and then I was looking for a room and she had a room opening and I went to see 
the apartment and I got to her place and I think we ended up staying and talking. It's so crazy. I don't remember not being her best friend. Like that day we just met and sat on my couch and we just talked and she asked if I had any snacks and I only had like a small bowl of nuts. And then (laughs) that sparked a discussion about um, food issues and why my whole cupboard, I only have one small bowl of nuts. (laughs) Sure. Um, And I was like, because if there's more food, then I'll just eat it. So I don't keep it around. And then that, then she's like, oh, I have food issues too. And then we bonded and then over the small bowl of nuts while eating them. Very cute. Yeah. And we left knowing it just was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be best friends. And then from there on out, we were just we talked every day. And then we we, we started this podcast almost v- very soon after because my dad had, you know, just died. And we both kind of bonded through this dark comedy. And so we were just like, hey, let's let's try having these conversations that we're having. So did you move in with her? I know. I didn't end up taking that. Yeah. No, she was a huge bitch. I was like, I'm not living with this person. No. Um, yeah. No, I didn't move in with her. Um uh, I think it was, I was like, uh, yeah, it was too far out and it was, I was probably scared. It was like a street, it was right on the street and first floor. And I was like, I don't, I want to be on the second floor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, would you call yourself, you a comedian? Yes, I would. That, call, yes. yes, I would. No one, no one. <laughs> let me just clarify. No one else would. It's that's just kind of a me thing. Um, but yeah, no, no, no one else would say that. Um, yeah, I consider myself a comedian. Mm-hmm. And how did you get started in comedy? I did improv in in college, mm-hmm. and then came to New York and did stand up for a while, and mm-hmm. then transitioned. I still do stand up, but then really kind of transitioned into comedic acting. And so I made a lot of videos. I was working at Condé Nast Digital, making videos for them and being in character and comedy videos. And so what 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 sorts of videos did did that entail over there? So that was a it was a really great place. It was called The Scene. And I worked with Emily Murnane and we made every she's a really, really talented, funny writer and director, and we made everything together. So we we would a lot of the videos were just like character videos, like every type of pers- customer, every type of um, person at a restaurant. And mm-hmm. it was just a very fun place for me to get to play a lot of different characters. But then we also did stuff like uh, that me and May do. We did like um, body image stuff and uh, depression stuff. And we would do, we kind of, it was for, it was for, listen, it was videos for women. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and so you tell me, right? Okay. We did all the all the hot spots. Makeup. Uh, what else do we like? Um, shoes. Yeah, and we love shoes. Yeah, we can't get enough. We can't get a freaking enough of shoes. Yeah. I walk down the street and I'm like, I'm always wearing shoes. Yeah, and clothes. Crazy. And oh, you should see me. I'm I'm never not wearing clothes. Yeah, every day. And it's multiple different pieces, that's too. That's the thing. And that's the thing yeah. that guys will never understand. Yeah. We wear, uh, we wear a bra <laughs> and a shirt. Yeah, and under Sometimes. sometimes if I've done my laundry exactly yes and and yeah and so that's just us being kooky gals I hope the guys listening can still follow along <laughs> <laughs> I hope we haven't lo- isolated the audience yes oh, yeah need them oh cool. yes because oh. we need yeah. them need Ooh. them oh. you're telling me I got boys on the mind all the time boy crazy yeah um Yes. <laughs> okay, so you you were doing videos there, and then I originally I found you through your Twitter. Yes, and you make such funny videos on Twitter. So, like, what inspired you to start doing that? Oh my god, thanks so much. So yeah, I learned a lot of how to do that at Condé Nast, which I'm very grateful for. I like learned how to edit there and produce and make stuff, and then I just started making videos on my own. And my dad passed away, and my mom moved in with me in New York, so I was spending a ton of time with my mom kind of watching her you know experience the world and it was funny to me so one day I was just like let's just try a mom 
in New York video. And mm-hmm. then from there, it was and really- Twitter f- was like, thank you. Twitter was like, yes. And so it just I just kept making them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's been really, really joyful. I mean, because a lot of the comedy I do, and I was doing like a solo show about my dad who just died. Like a lot of the comedy at that point in my life was was coming from a dark place. And these mom videos are pure lightness and fun and joy. My mom films them. Cute. It's like a bonding experience. And we have so much fun making them. And it, I feel like it brings together a group of people that just uh, have moms that are similar or wish they had a mom. And it's just like a very nice community. I don't know. It's been really joyful. I mean, she's ridiculously funny. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's right off the bat. Like she can find jokes anywhere, anytime. I, I never have to like worry that, you know, that she'll leave a riff hanging. She's just an incredible riffer. Like she'll never leave something that I say hanging. She'll always support it or riff with it. So I, I it's a very safe feeling that I know whatever I say, she will punch up. She will like, if I, if I say it, because you know, it's kind of risky. We're always joking about mm-hmm. like tumors or like, you know, dark, like, you know, uh, bulimia, it's like dark shit. So th- I think if you, if I were in a room where I, I didn't feel that someone would, would riff with me, it could be scary. You could really bomb a lot. And I just know with her, she'll never really let that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's also just really supportive. So that's a huge thing. She likes, yes, Anne's my jokes and she supports me and I support her and we have a good, um, dynamic because partially because of that Mm -hmm. and do you know how Alyssa got started in comedy I don't know exactly how she got started but I would assume that she just always did comedy because she's so funny and so everything she does is just automatically like comedy you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I just feel like she probably just like did a play and then they were like now it's a funny now it's a comedy play (laughs) it was real it was a tragedy before but now (laughs) it's the hilarious story of Macbeth or whatever Uh, do you have any uh, embarrassing stories about your co-hosts that come to mind? Oh, my God. No, I mean, I feel like it's very cheesy, but May and I have a very pure relationship. I think because we're so open and honest and vulnerable all the time that we we never, I don't know. I, there's nothing, we're not like, we have a very pure, I, I don't know, knock on wood. I mean, but we've never had an argument. We've never like, yeah, I I wouldn't even want to say, even if I knew an embarrassing thing about her, I would never even say it out loud because I just, I, I, I wouldn't, yeah. I mean, our whole podcast is just us telling embarrassing stories <laughs> about ourselves. So there's a whole podcast about, of crazy, of embarrassing stories about me and Alyssa. Do any jump out at you? Um... I mean, not really, because I think the idea of our podcast is to like destigmatize this stuff so that it's not mm-hmm. really embarrassing, yeah. and then we're not really embarrassed by the stories, um, because then it's like, because I, I mean, I would be embarrassed for a long time that like you know I only had a small bowl of nuts in my in my house or whatever. Like I have I have an eating disorder that's embarrassing, but then we talk about it on our podcast a lot. And now I feel less embarrassed by it, but mm-hmm. you know maybe on. A, on paper, technically, it's embarrassing to have a podcast about your eating disorders. <laughs> but other than that, no, I can't think of anything. That's kind of, yeah, I feel we are very uh, protective of each other. So even if I knew the most embarrassing story, I, I, I wouldn't leak it unless there was money on the table or if TMZ was around. So you just let me know yeah, offline like, if like there's a little envelope. Yeah, and even something. just five dollars. I mean, I'm talking just the lowest amount. I would, I would give it, I would give it all away. <laughs> Social security numbers. Yes. <laughs> um, Alyssa shared a story about how the two of you did a podcast while also in virtual reality. That Can was you really tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, that was really embarrassing for both of us <laughs> and everyone else in that virtual reality room. Because at least, yeah. 
yeah, at least we were trying um, to do the best we could. We were so not good. Neither of us played video games. We had no <laughs> idea how to operate. We were kind of talking to the guests there, like walking into the fire pit or like the walls. It was, I, I just remember leaving feeling like you know, I had been in a nightmare. Wait, so you were supposed to, you were you were hosting a podcast yeah. wa- with virtual reality goggles on? Yes, yes. So we were we were hosting a podcast and like, you know, I guess the VR, it was like in a an open mic room in virtual reality. So like just the worst kind of, yeah. And so we were, <laughs> we were in a VR world. And so VR, you know, and like VR robot people who I guess are real people were coming in. Ah. People from all over the world, just random people, the kind of people who would go to a virtual reality live podcasting <laughs> session. So. so were there also, so since you were on stage, were there also people like in the audience, yes. like in real life? Okay, so many types of audience. Yes. Yeah. Many types of audience from random people from all over the world. I mean, it was actually kind of cool. There was there were certain things about it that were really, really cool. But I think the limitations of uh, our abilities in terms of like just using the technology are what made it so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just not the right medium. <laughs> yeah, it just, everything about it was so, it really, yeah, um, virtual reality is not not for us. And so was that something that was your guys' idea? It's like, let's, let's get some yeah. goggles on, let's get in a room. Yeah, it was like, we were, it was just sort of a thing that our, our pod like our network was doing and mm-hmm. other podcasts did it well. And I think because ours is, we just were so not, uh, hip to the no of anything that was going I think we were just and our podcast is so intimate that it was just so funny because it was just like trying to say dark things while these like robots were like bumping into us it was just not so what was the setting that like you were seeing well there were a few and I remember if you walked the wrong way you would end up somewhere else but we were at like a fire pit for one and people were roasting marshmallows I, I kept walking into the fire and then, <laughs> and then there was like, yeah, like a stage, a sort of a comedy club-esque um, setting. It was very cool. I mean, it made me be like, oh, wow. how this? It was like when I used to play The Sims as a kid, yeah. how fun it was. And I was like, oh, my God, if I were younger and this were a Sims-type situation, but with real people, it would be so fun. But for this particular format, it was not right. It, um yeah, we we went in virtual reality and then we had to host a podcast, but we were I was especially having a really hard time just like navigating using my body in virtual reality. <laughs> yeah. So it was like it's hard enough to host a live podcast, which we'd never done. So we're hosting a live podcast on a stage and like we keep falling off oh, the so stage. Oh, you were on a stage. Yeah, we were on a stage. Okay. So we have to kind of like not fall off the stage. <laughs> and then there's like there's just a lot there's no real boundaries in virtual reality so you Mm -hmm. can just be talking about the podcast and then some guy will just be like I like your titties (laughs) and it's like you can't you know, there's just there, nobody has. It's like all avatars. <laughs> didn't quite work. <laughs> didn't quite work. Yeah. So when you and May hang out outside of your podcast, since you ha- you know you talk about a lot of like dark stuff, you make light of it. What conversation topics do you find yourselves gravitating towards? I keep dropping <laughs> <laughs> fifth time. All right, I've done this before. Is that a pencil too? It is a pencil. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's, uh, but but guys, if you it, it looks like a pen. Yeah, and, and also, that's kind like, of the fun I just, part. I, I hope we're not losing men. Here. And again, the, and oh shoot, I've done it again. We like pencils because we make mistakes because we're dumb and pea-brained. We're stupid. Um, okay, me and May, what do we do? I mean, we're really we lived like two uh, 
blocks from each other. So we see each other all the time, which is a really nice way to have a friendship because I don't feel like we're ever having small talk because we're, we're always caught up on life. So it's usually just like we were just in the car just talking about like what happened to both of us yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's just very nice when you're caught up with friends, you know, like when yeah. you're when you're not and you're only seeing people every three months, it's almost tiring because you're like. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to catch up with you. But when you're seeing someone every day, you can kind of be like, oh, this thing happened. But yeah, so we are usually just talking about, and we write together and we we like comedy. So we're, we're usually trying to either catch up better days or laugh. We talk about ourselves a lot <laughs> and our hopes and dreams. Um, and we also talk about What's going on in the world? You know, there's a fair amount of like, God, what do we do? Sure. <laughs> you know, that that happens. Um, but pretty much, I mean, I, I would say every, every everything. Yeah. Um, so how did the, so the idea from your podcast, where, where did that sort of start? So as you were bonding over this like dark humor and then who was like, let's do a freaking show. Like, let's do it. I, well, the first time we did, yeah. So May would, I would just talk to her wallet cause I lived at home with my dad and my mom in like Massachusetts while he was, and my brother while he was dying. And so May was just my point of contact in New York. So we we would talk a lot. And then when I got back, she would just come over to my apartment. And one day she was there with my boyfriend and we were just kind of riffing and talking. And I just remember kind of coercing. I don't know how it started, but I just remember coercing my boyfriend to stay and be like, you're going to be on our podcast. You're going to be on our podcast. And we just kind of recorded like an hour of us talking. It was really bad audio. You can barely hear it. But we, I think May and I are, had like had an instinct of like, well, what if we tried doing a podcast? And then we tested it out kind of with my boyfriend and we had a lot of fun. And then we were like, all right, let's try this. And then we would just kind of record on my iPhone in my apartment at the time. And then it just evolved and eventually got to where it is now. Mm-hmm. Wait, so did you guys meet in New York or yeah. LA? We met in New York okay. and then May moved here. It was just a very serendipitous thing where... She moved here, and I was moving here two months after. So she was here, like, a little bit before me. Yeah. And this is new because, you know, our relationship used to be a lot of just uh, digital. We used to just talk and text mm-hmm. a lot because I was in, in Mass, and she was in New York. And then we even lived far from each other in New York. We're both kind of homebodies, so we never really—but now that we live close to each other, it's, it's kind of fun because, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, lately, we've been talking about music a lot because— um, Alyssa's really into sad country music. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what country music would you qualify as sad country music? I would say all country music I've ever heard <laughs> is sad country music for the most part. I mean, I guess some songs are like really like, I don't know, like Cotton Eye Joe. Is that country music? Is that kind of country? I would say when yes. You, like that's a happy country music. That's the only one. That's the only one. Yeah. yeah. Are there any like specific artists that you think are especially sad? I don't know any of their names. That's sure. what Alyssa and I've been talking about. I've been like, "What, what sad country music should I listen to?" And she's like, "Any of it. No, it's all good and it's all sad." So it's all sad. Yeah. And if somebody uh, only listens to your podcast or like looks at May's social media, yes. do you feel like? To what extent do you feel like they know the real May? Ooh, I think unfortunately with our podcast, you know very much the mm-hmm. real us. Yes, if you look at anything else about us, you might not. But once you listen to the podcast, that's pretty much that's that's almost many listeners might say too real, too much. Stop, enough. <laughs> yeah, it's a very different. You know, my mom videos and my character videos is kind of like one half of me, and then that the podcast is kind of a very different half. Yeah, 
I would say pretty much the real Alyssa. Yeah, she doesn't. That's why it was hard to think of an embarrassing story about her because it's like she pretty much puts it all out there. I think we're comedians too, so an embarrassing story is like a goldmine. Yeah, yeah, it's like let me tell you. Yeah, Yeah, right. You're like, yes, I can't wait to tell (laughs) all of my followers this embarrassing (laughs) thing that happened. Um, Anyway, I can't remember what the question was. Uh, Do we know the real her? Do we know the real Alyssa? Yeah, I think we do. I think I think you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we put it, she puts it all out there. Nice. Well, thank you. I'm gonna uh, compile these and then I'll bring you both in. Yay! Hi. Thanks for being here. Hello. Uh, both at the same time. So uh, May and I talked a lot about her and her partnership with Tilly. Yes. And so I know you guys are like best friends and sometimes like, you know, if your best friend is like dating someone you really like or like someone you don't like, like that can kind of like have an effect. So like what what do you think of, of their relationship? Well, that is true. I mean, I think that when... I may, and block your ears. When May's gone, I'm, yeah. s- I'm snuggling all the way up to Tilly. Oh and, my! And, and I'm even yeah. ki- I'm kissing and I'm giving the belly rubs and yeah. you know. So it's and when she comes back, I go oh and I kind of you know. So yeah. um yeah, it, it's certainly there's that dynamic to yeah. work with and you know she's looking at me now and I have to look away and, and she's. <laughs> my dog loves Alyssa like maybe more than me. It's honestly, it's honestly almost a problem. No, we talk about it because I'm I don't have to do anything. Like I'm only nice. I just she's the cool. She's like the cool aunt. You yeah. know, so like my comes dog, in and brings treats. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Belly rubs. Never makes her wear like the weird jacket. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah. have to discipline. Right. No. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so that's good to know. And then also, May and I talked a bit about how you, Alyssa, you like sad country music. I do. And that's crazy that she's exposed me. She exposed me to the masses. Wow. Yes, no, I do. I love sad country. So so what does sad country entail? Well, I, I first of all, to clear the score, I like all country. I like any really all, all top 40, just kind of trashy mm-hmm. country I love. And then. So, like, get in my pickup truck, we'll go buy the corn, like yeah. that sort of well, thing. Well, so now, yes, yes. And, and I was about to say that's not how <laughs> I it, love that song. I was about to say, like, don't, that is not what country music is. And then I just thought of one of my new favorite songs is like, oh, we'll go down to the honky tonk. It's like, I, when that comes out on the radio, I genuinely like, yes. <laughs> so, it is what it is. Um, I've never also been to the South, which is just, I don't know why. My, well, I really liked it growing up. Anyway, but sad country is like a genre of just, yeah, like sort of a little bit more acoustic, like some mm. some love has been lost and they're okay. mourning the loss. And it's just, yeah. I, yeah. And they're never going to get over it. No. Yeah. Everything's bad. Yeah. There's just, yes, that's my favorite. So as sort of like a sad country connoisseur, is that, mm. do you think that's fair to say? I, I'm honored. Absolutely. So have you seen A Star is Born? Of course. So do you have thoughts on like Bradley Cooper's sort of moany songs? Yes. Yeah, see, that's right up my alley. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Like, it did I a lot loved, for you. It did a lot for me. It was the perfect movie for me because mm-hmm. it, it had mental health. It had Lady Gaga. It had the hottest man ever who was also like a struggling, vulnerable man who sang my favorite type of country music. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, come on. 
Yeah, but that movie that was a t- that was a very like yeah. Did you watch it? I did. Loved it. May, yeah. what did you think? I liked it. Okay, so we're all fans here. So it's like a safe yeah. space to like talk enthusiastically yes, about a Star is for Born. Sure. Absolutely. Not all Tilly spaces are safe. Not all spaces it. are safe. Yeah. yeah. Tilly hated it. Ooh. Tilly thought it was trash. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's a harsh critic though. She's just a big a big Barbara Streisand fan. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Got it. Just the, like the likes the classics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep watching, oh, Lady Gaga, I keep watching the speech she made at the Oscar. She's just so, she just keeps hitting the mark. She knows yeah. what we want, and she is literally yeah. serving it to us over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in different ways. In like, different she's ways. the queen of changing her brand and, like, giving us exactly what we want. Without so us being true. like, is she, wait, she's being, fu-. it's like, no, we, she seamlessly goes from one to the other, and we believe it. Yeah. She mm-hmm. really does. And we love it. And we love it. We love it. We love it. We slurp it right up. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, yes. Love that egg. Get in the egg again. Yes. yes. More yeah. eggs. Uh, so, um, Speaking of this, she came out of a giant egg once and people trashed her. No trashed way. Her. They were like, that's too much. And I was like, get the fuck out. Who doesn't want to show up at a party with a giant egg? And that's why they're mad because they all wanted they to all do it. They all wanted yeah. it. The cake, they're but jealous. Cooler. It's yeah. yes. Oh, they're jealous. <laughs> or like the meat dress. People are like, it's too much. She was like, it's not enough. You know? If you're, and now you're, you're a meat enthusiast. I am a meat enthusiast. Yeah, my, my Twitter name is uh, Variations of Types of Meat. Um, <laughs> and that's sort of, that come, that's twofold. So okay. when I think, um, I'm very like small. And I used to be a gymnast, so I'm very flexible. And so my friends would call me like little meat because I'm just like flopping around, like <laughs> throwing my <laughs> throwing my meat everywhere. And then two, like, aren't we all just big meats? Well, yes. Yeah. So, so do you guys like identify as a, a meat? Like, do you feel meaty? Like a you're just flopping around <laughs> your meat body full of blood? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, we're very. We're we have. You know, our bodies are. I've, we've been. I've been on a journey with my body. So yeah, I, I think. Thinking of it as we're more of a seaweed snack. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're more if, of like a green juice. Yeah, we're yeah. more of a yeah sacks of sacks, salt, sassy <laughs> snacks. Yeah, sacks of yeah, just like salted air puffs. Yeah, puffs. Sure. We're both puffs. Yeah, we're both. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> yeah. We literally our favorite snack is these like Brussels sprout Cheetos. It's like <laughs> it's like awful. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Any vegetables that have just been like dried and sapped of all their nutrients oh, and dehydrated, yes. like that's mm-hmm. what I love. That's, that's what. Okay. That's yes, Yes, yeah. so sacks of that. Mm-hmm. Sacks of that. My um, uh, a good friend of mine is like super into vegan cooking. Uh, Andrew Lau, if any of you listening, I love him. Um, he he just got a dehydrator, and so he started like dehydrating <gasps> stuff himself. And that was Andrew Lau. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he has actually said that like some things when they're dehydrated have more nutrients. And that's the kind, of, and that is what we came here for. If we, if, <laughs> it, listeners, if you leave with nothing, I'm going to take that away. I'm going to yeah. take that away. Yes, yeah, yes. dried vegetable. Never eating a, a fresh vegetable again in <laughs> no. my life. If it's not dehydrated, that get it, get it out of my face. Get finish. it out. Because I'm yeah. so also paranoid about like E. coli and just things not being Same. things being. So the dehydrated is so safe to me because I'm like, yeah. there, it's, it's basically just, not a food. It's a crouton. <laughs> it's a vegetable yeah. for it's exactly. Space food. It's, it's all space, space food. food. Yeah. And if they can eat it in space, then that's the top. Those are the smartest people. They are the best. The smartest. One. Yes, those are our royalties. They got so, to space, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got not to easy. space. Get to space. And we kind of yeah. did too. If you look behind us, there's a space. Yeah, we are sort of space. Big space backdrop. And it's like we're on Earth, which is in space, so aren't we all oh. astronauts? Oh, Whoa. take oh my that, God. men. Yeah, take seriously, that. Buzz Aldrin, what'd you ever do? Yeah, <laughs> with good for your you. Life. You went to the moon. Neil Armstrong. <laughs> One small step. Yeah, whatever. We've, we've taken a thousand steps. I've taken 10,000 today. Exactly. So you guys both mentioned that you write together. Yes. So like, what does that look like? What What are you writing, one? And then what, what's your process? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, 
Okay, well, I feel like our process is we have, uh, well, we wrote a pilot mm-hmm. based on our sort of vo- voice. And we the way we wrote it, I guess, was we made a big picture and then we would yeah, we would we, we we each split up. We'll each mm-hmm. split up a scene, and then we'll write the scene, and then we'll read it over to each other. And I think a key is like we set a time limit. Yes, and then we write together, and then we kind of have it. Just it's like we so stop when the timer, and then up. we stop when the timer's up, and then we give ourselves a break. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's kind of like how we podcast, where I think if we sat down to try to write the same thing, that wouldn't be effective. Whereas we each are really good at like we each present ideas to each other. The other person's like, "Yes, I love that idea," and here's a funny other thing you can add to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, do you have any advice for like BFFs who might want to do creative things together? Um, I, you're I like, just, no. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want any more competition. Yeah, 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 so we'd yeah. like to be the only BFFs who do creative yeah, things yeah, yeah. together. So that's kind of our thing. <laughs> um, no, you should do it. It's the it's the best. Just do it. Stop. I would say just like don't question yourself or overthink it. It's like if you have an idea, just just go for it. Try it out. Totally. And that's the best part of our friendship. It's like if we each wrote that on our own, we probably would have self-doubted a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, well, no, maybe I won't write that sentence. Even if we were right, Boris. The way we did it, it just went really quickly, and it was just, yeah. So, so true. It's really easier, I think, to work so much with a partner, like to have someone there to hold you accountable and to build you up. Totally. Yes. And we were also, a big part of our process, the coffee commissary the on coffee Fairfax. Commissary. Oh, yeah. yes, a classic. A classic. You mm-hmm. secure an outside table. Very dog-friendly. Re- dog-friendly. They refill your coffee as many times as you want. Woohoo! Yes. Yep. Um, <laughs> yes. Good, good coffee, good mm-hmm. cappuccino. Does um does Tilly have a lot of notes? She's very critical, and she, yes. <laughs> and she is, yes. But yeah, you know, she, you know, her, she kind of her comedic voice is really carrying us through. I'd it, say it is. She yes. makes most of the jokes. I really feel though, if Tilly could talk, she would be on board. She's she she would be our style. She's got eyes that have been through. For sure, stuff. yeah. She's definitely been through trauma, and she loves attention. <laughs> and she she's just I she's scared of everything, and <laughs> yeah, I, she, I really relate to that. <laughs> she, she's just everything. everything. Big, yeah, she's yeah. really overreacting to the tiniest things all the time. Yes, it's so. <laughs> Relatable. Yes, yes. I just watched the the what's it called uh, trailer for that uh, rock climber movie documentary. Oh, Free Solo. Free Solo. Scary. Have you seen it, May? No. It's like this guy couldn't be further from us. It's just this crazy <laughs> thought of like the amount of fear we have for every little choice and thing. This guy, so, when asked, were you scared to scale this wall with no, with nothing? He was just like, why would I be scared? I was prepared. And it's like, oh, oh <laughs> my God. It's crazy. Yeah. Outdoor sports, like nothing just blows oh, yeah. my mind more. Me not. Than out- I'm like, out- outdoor is already a sport. Like, you have to <laughs> <laughs> scary out there. <laughs> Why would you make it worse? You're already leaving your house. Yeah, That's huge. Yeah, yeah, you might. There's Pat other people. Pat yourself on the back. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite episode of your podcast that is out? Ooh. Ooh. I'll join in Ooh, on that noise. <laughs> oh, I think I know. Did it already come out? Which one? Well, our most recent one that I really loved is with Laurie Kilmartin. And oh, I, that was a fun one. I think it might be coming out this week or yeah. next week. She's so, it was so, so fun. I think sometimes on podcasts you like discover things together. And that one, it felt like we were all just like yeah. discovering. She was really, she jumped in on like eating disorder stuff. And she lost her dad and wrote a joke special about losing her dad. So we kind of went into it thinking we'd talk about grief and that, which is great and fascinating. But then Alyssa and I talked about her eating disorders in the opening. And Laurie just like, who's someone we both really admire and has been working a long time was just like oh I used to do that and it was so joyful it was like a really yeah. moment of just like oh if our younger selves could see us like like really 
like riffing and laughing at this thing that caused us so much pain. It was just very like I think very joyful. It felt really, totally it good. felt healing, mm-hmm. and that's what we like. That's kind of the vibe of our pilot too, to try to bring some joy back to like all these things that have really trapped us and brought us down for so so long. Totally. And then also when you find out somebody you admire kind of shares one of your neuroses or Ooh. one of your like <laughs> one of your demons, it makes you feel better because you're like, well, that person overcame this and they're doing great, right? Or even if they didn't, they're still doing great. Uh, they're still doing great in spite of it. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. So if we want to stalk you guys online and check out your podcast, one, how do we do so? And two, why should we? Mm. Why should we? I would say don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you want to. No pressure at all. Yeah, yeah please, please. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, seriously. Just, yeah. But if you do, please leave us a five-star review. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you have anything um, negative, yeah. The name of the podcast, we should give that to. Crazy in Bed. It's, uh, you can follow us on Instagram, crazyinbedpod at Instagram.com. Um, and you should. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone. As opposed to Instagram.org. To the Instagram, Instagram website. <laughs> I didn't know it existed. <laughs> I just want to give really Specific instructions. <laughs> we get them um, going to Instagram.org. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and you should. Yeah, you should follow it because it's funny. I, we talk about stuff that a lot of people might not think is funny, but yes. in a, I think a funny way. Yes, and then you can follow us uh, for our other stuff. My Twitter and Instagram is at Alyssa Limp, mm, and I'm at May Wilkerson. Uh, and uh, on Twitter, I'm at Shut Up May. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any final parting words of wisdom? Ooh. No, I have no wisdom. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't, don't do what that. I did. Yeah, the dehydrated vegetables <laughs> yeah. have more nutrients, people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> eat, eat only dehydrated vegetables from now on. And never go outside. Never, never do an outdoor sport. Yes. All right, well, thank you all for listening. Thanks for having us. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. And it's all good. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate us five stars and leave a review. At the end of every episode, I'm going to start reading the reviews out loud. So if you have something nice to say about the show or just a little tidbit, something spicy you'd like to talk to me about, leave it in the review section and we will discuss it. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week. It's all good. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.